Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Welcome back to Private Parts Unknown, a podcast that explores love and sexuality around the world. I'm Courtney Kosak. And I'm Sophia Alexandra. And privates, today we're busting dick myths on the podcast. That's right, the job we were born to do. (laughs) It's true, we're squashing fallacies about phallic parts. Okay, I'd like to resign from the podcast. No, Sophia. No, dad jokes aside, this is a really good episode. And here's the deal, privates. We had so much fun doing our vibrator episode a while back. We did vibrators, a brief history. And there was a bunch of research for that episode. And we had so much fun and we learned so much on that episode that we were like, ah, let's do another one and let's squash some dick myths. And some dicks. Meow. We didn't actually do that on the podcast, but we do have a very special <laughs> guest. for yourself, Courtney. <laughs> well, you'll have to listen. You'll have to listen. <laughs> and we welcomed a very special guest because we were like, okay, we're talking about dick myths. We got to have our OBG founder. Original Boner Gel is one of our sponsors for the show. And we were like, let's get Manuel Darren on the podcast to talk about dicks. Seems very apropos if you ask me. Yeah. Manuel is the original Boner Gel, except no imitations, dick, um, you know. Connoisseur. Connoisseur? Uh, elder, I guess. <laughs> A dick elder. He's got a PH dick. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, friends? Okay. Yes. Again, I resigned from the podcast. (laughs) Listen, we had a lot of fun. We had a blast with Manuel. You're going to hear. And the sound design on this episode is really tops. This episode is hilarious. So let's get into this and squash some dick myths. Squash, squash, squash. We have a very special treat for you today. We have Manuel Darren. He is the founder of one of our favorite brands that we work with on this podcast, Original Boner Gel. So welcome to the pod, our very special boner. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me here. Um, I have to say, maybe our most fun we've ever had recording ads are for our original Leonard Joe ads. It's meant to be fun. Yes, totally. You popped up during COVID, so you're Mm -hmm. kind of like a new game in town. So tell us a little bit about the brand origin story and how you came to be. So we, during COVID, as you know, like we're all kind of at home and just 
Spending more time with our penises. Spending all yeah. the time, our minds mm-hmm. going. So one day I was just thinking about, I've always wanted to get into skincare. And one of my good friends is actually a chemist who's worked in skincare for a long time and made a bunch of popular uh, uh, products where, you know, really high-end retail stores. So I just connected with her one day and we just decided, well, let's make something that's really not on the market. All 99% of us use lube. Guys tend to use something on their their parts mm-hmm. to, for fun <laughs> every day or whatever, <laughs> once every couple of days. So we uh, we were like, well, why don't we make something that's skincare? We, you know, we might as well get the double the benefits. So when you use this product, Within two weeks during our clinical studies, as long as you use it once a day, you know, two to three pumps, put it all over, get it you know, nice, nice and moisturized. We saw amazing skincare benefits. Wrinkles were removed. The, the skin got really smooth. It was golden. And one of the, the, or the remarkable benefits of it is that it increased girth, which was amazing. It really plumped it up. And so we had guys just saying, my God, this is amazing. Like, you know, they, they couldn't believe it. But until this day, I even have customers, uh, they'll, they'll email me or and, you know, send me messages saying this is just an amazing product. And they just walk around feeling so confident. You know, they're kind of like joking while they're you know, talking about it, but they, they're really happy with the product. And it's really remarkable. So I have a question about the girth thing. Was yeah. it a side effect? I mean, like when you sat down with your friend to develop something, were you like, okay, I hope that it also does this? Did you manifest the extra girth? <laughs> that was part of the plan. No, that's part of the plan. We have we specially formulated to increase the girth to get it nice and plump. And that's just, you know, something that all guys I think want. And why not mix those benefits with skincare? And you can also, it doubles as an oil-based lube. So it's just an all-in-one revolutionary product. I have to say the lube element is maybe my favorite part of the whole thing. Because you're just like ready to go. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm like, hey, makes the lube easy. (laughs) And it smells amazing. There's aphrodisiac properties in there. So I'm sure you've smelled it or, you know, Sophia. Yeah, it smells nice. It smells very good. So they say like the scent lasts also down there. So they always feel like it's clean and smelling fresh. It's just amazing. Yeah, we love it. How does the girth thing work? I'm sorry. I'm really obsessed. No, let's that. go into are. the girth. Let's go into the girth. How do you put together a clinical study for something like this? So we had men between the ages of uh, 18 to 70 try it out for three months. So in each, we had like two guys in each age and you just monitor them. You're obviously testing for any adverse reactions. You're testing for positive effects. You're testing for anything that just we have to include on the report that uh, any clinician would want to see or a retailer would want to see that associates with the product. So yeah, you just put together a group. It's like a group study and you monitor them. They use it daily and we, they report back. That's your clinical study. <laughs> it gets a little bit more more complicated than, than, you know. They donated their penises to science. It's amazing. Exactly. (laughs) The product has collagen, vitamin E oil, apple stem cells, and Butea superba. Is that the ingredient? No. So Butea superba is an ingredient that's used for centuries. It's actually like a a natural Viagra. Um, Oh. 
it's a natural Viagra that's used, I believe, the herbs from Thailand, but um, you won't find any other product in the market in, in the States with that particular ingredient. But it's a very popular ingredient in like the, the, the Asian country. I think it comes from Thailand. So, and they've been using it for centuries down there. So we formulated that product into our, our formula. Love it. Well, we thought you would be the perfect guest to play a really fun game with. We have been okay. doing some research into dick myths. And uh-huh. uh, you want to take it away, Sophia? Yes. Let me pull up the game, players. <laughs> okay, players. These are the rules. We're going to start off with some true or false, <laughs> and I'm going to read a statement, and then each of you is going to tell me if you think it's true or false. And then at the end, I'm going to count up all the points, and the person that loses will no longer be hosting a podcast with me. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh no, about to get usurped on my own podcast. <laughs> okay, so let's start off with a banger. Babies have erections in utero and while being birthed. True or false? That's false. Courtney? I'm gonna go with true. It's true, actually. Oh. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I will give you some details. Basically, Penises are born ready, apparently, and it's common for babies to exit the womb with an erection. Wow. Even before the moment of birth, ultrasound scans sometimes show a fetus with a fully formed erection. Oh, my God. Interesting. Isn't that kind of horrifying a little bit? (laughs) I I can't imagine it's a real erection. It's probably something to do with. Away. No, they're horny for their birth. <laughs> so, so I'm glad you asked why, because listen, according to a study from 1991, fetal erections most commonly occur during rapid eye movement sleep, like our, you know, REM sleep, uh-huh. uh, and they can happen a number of times each hour. No one knows for sure why, but it might be the body's way of testing things out and keeping them running correctly. I w- how disturbing would it be? You go through your whole pregnancy. You're like, just like so vibing on being a new mom and your little baby comes out with a <laughs> full chub. You're like, what? The first thing I thought of was I'm like, ew, that means like your son's dick is in you at some point in a way that's, I'm sorry, this is too much. You're not here for that. Original Boner Gel is a clean brand. Okay, <laughs> moving on to our second one. People with penises will always have an orgasm during sex. True or false? Hmm. I think that's false. Cokes? I'm gonna agree with you. I I mean, it's usually, but not always. I'm gonna say false. Correct. Both of you get a point for that. Wonderful. Do you have any, wait, what's the deets? Well, I think the deets are, is that it's a common misconception that just because uh, men are so easy to get hard that they're just like always coming every time and having orgasms every time. And it's just like not the case. Okay, next one. Tall guys with big feet have big dicks. True or false? That's false. Courtney? I mean, let's just, I'm going to go out on a limb and say big feet could correlate with big dicks. Yes. Okay. So tall guys with big feet have big dicks. 
Uh, Manuel said no, and you said yes. He is correct. Yeah. And this is the deets. A 2006 study published in the International Journal of Impotence Research, which, wow, did not know there was a whole journal dedicated to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Impressive. Concluded that, quote, penile dimensions are significantly correlated with age, height, and index finger length, mm -hmm. but not foot size. So I've heard index finger length and also your nose. If, if a guy has a fairly large nose, oh. that is... Uh, he can have a large penis, yeah. I would oh, love wow. to know the stats on big, chunky fingers and girth. <laughs> you know, that's funny because we've, yeah, you know, guys that generally have big, chunky fingers, you would think they also have. And you know, I've always thought like your middle finger really looks like your, your penis. Yeah. Like I've always, I don't know why, but doesn't it? If you look at a guy, I don't know, but uh, I, I might be on something there. But yeah, I've heard the index finger and your nose really correlates with the size of your finger. I've never heard the nose thing, but yeah. this one particular guy I'm thinking of, I'm like, okay, it's true for him. <laughs> I did used to have a hand thing where like if someone had those big chunky fingers, I'd be like borderline aroused <laughs> sitting next to them. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, look, I'm not a size queen, but I'm just saying. I'm not usually either, but like the just the idea of it, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm stupid about tall people in general. I'm just like, oh, oh my God, what? Okay. Um, okay. This one is you get one last erection right after you die. That's true. True or false? I think that's true. I'm going to say true because I hope it's true. <laughs> just one to go out with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, both of you are correct, but here's my favorite thing about it. Would you like to know what that phenomenon is called? Yes. Please. It is called angel lust. Oh my God, yes. Wow. Are you not a little bit like, what the fuck? <laughs> who, who named this? Why does it happen? Well, there's a theory that the erection is caused by the brutal destruction of the cervical spinal cord. They were saying that a lot of the time it was associated with hanging suicides, mm -hmm. but then they noticed that even with shooting or other ones, it was still, I think anything that fucks with the cervical spine, I think is what they bet, uh, which I don't know, angel lust. I just want to know what mortician named it that. They're like, this means it's time for the angels to fuck the dead people. <laughs> what, sir? <laughs> You're the coroner. What are you? <laughs> I love that you can come in with a boner and you leave with a boner too. Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> Just from end to end. <laughs> Men live by the dick and they die by the dick, you know? Okay, it's common to have trouble getting and staying hard when you're with a partner if you're not totally comfortable. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yes, you are all correct. It is true. Again, I think it comes, the myth comes from the thing of like, oh, it's so easy for guys to get hard and like, you know, they just want to fuck regardless. True, but... They're not confident, maybe they're self-conscious, you know, maybe they're self-conscious about the other perform, their size, all that. 
So true. And can I tell you, I dated a guy where we didn't have sex for like the first three months, even though we wanted to, because yeah. I intimidated him with my hotness. <laughs> <laughs> Other I memories. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> That's sad. What a flex. Um, <laughs> okay. So let me know if you guys think this statement is true or false. The average penis is about three inches flaccid. True or false? False. Is it smaller? Um, well, give me your guess for if you think it's true and false or if what you think the Manuel, what do you think the size is? The average size? Flaccid. The average flaccid penis size. Uh, um, probably a little bit more. Well, it could be smaller. It could be two and a half, two inches. Sometimes it shrivels up. Two and a half sounds good. Is that what you guys are both saying? No. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're saying false, right? False, maybe slightly under, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, you are both wrong. Wow. Because the average penis is about 3.6 inches flaccid. Mm. <laughs> and why don't we go on to a an erect guess, okay? So how about this statement? The average erect penis is about six inches erect. Mm -hmm. True or false? That's false. What's your guess? I would say it's about five. Courtney? I'm going to say five and a half. Um, Courtney, you are wrong. And Manuel is right. So. <laughs> oh, I guess I am a size queen. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's been using their OBG. <laughs> well, it's there to use. Why not? <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. Okay, true or false, uncircumcised penises are less hygienic. I want to say true, but it's probably false. You do have to pay more special attention to it, yes. So that would be true, I guess, true. Yeah, I'm not calling it dirty, but you it's do not, have I'm to not clean calling it dirty, it. but you have, to, you have to clean it more often. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same team on this. <laughs> so I think... I kind of want to disqualify this question because they are not less hygienic, mm -hmm. but that is provided you clean thoroughly. So right. I feel like you're, you know, I'm going to give this one to both of you. Okay, next one. Girl on top is the most dangerous position for breaking your penis. That's true. Courtney? Yeah, especially if we're talking like reverse cowgirl. I would say true. Yes, true. You are correct. Everyone knows, but I think sometimes which one gets a bad rap that's like doggy style for penis breaking. And it's like, that's not the one. <laughs> no, it's when you get really drunk and you're like, you know what? Let's I get on top. <laughs> Let me show you some stuff. <laughs> and then that's how you break a penis. Okay. And it happens. I actually saw a show. Uh, what's that show called? Uh, how I Landed in the Emergency Room or Crazy Emergency Room Stories where <laughs> some girl, yeah, they were drinking. They went to the hotel room. She, she got on him and she broke his, his dick and it literally bent in half. <laughs> and when the paramedics oh. came, one of them passed out just by looking like they couldn't believe it. Yeah, it Jesus was fucking crazy. Crazy. 
He said he was in so much pain. It was unbearable. Yeah. Gotta be real careful. Have you ever had a penis injury like that? Me? Yes. No, thank God. No, no. Oh, I know. It makes me kind of queasy just thinking about that. It, <laughs> no, really, it does. That's, that's a big one. No, you want to avoid that. Oof. Okay, guys, let's keep it moving to something less painful. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true or false, the signal to ejaculate comes from the brain. I think that's true. I think that's true. Uh, kind of everything does, but um, I'm going to say no. It's a dick, it's a dick nerve. <laughs> you are correct, Courtney. It oh, really? is false. I'm not going to say the dick nerve thing is correct, oh. because, but I will tell you the deets. So the signal to ejaculate comes from the spinal ejaculation generator. Most people with penises have very little control over exactly when they ejaculate. This is partly because it does not involve the brain. This region in the spinal cord coordinates the necessary functions. That's kind of, of course, true, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because sometimes you try to control it and you really can't. It just like spurts out, you know, because you just you can't control it. You know? Yeah, they're saying here, it's, of course, the brain does have some input into these right. matters, like thinking about something else is a well-known way to delay the event, but the nuts and bolts of the whole operation are dealt with in the spine, Yeah, yeah. which is wild to me. That is. I actually thought I was going to get that wrong. I was like, it's probably the brain, but let's just say it's the dick. <laughs> and I, I was right. Okay. We are pretty tied up, guys. This is a real close dick battle. Okay. It's, it's, it's a dick war, I'd say. Okay. A penile erection can point in virtually any direction, true or false? True. I'm going to say false. Manuel is correct. <laughs> what? It goes up. Sorry, Courtney. Would you like me to break you down with some science? <laughs> yes. Hit me with that science. Okay. Well, this kind of is nuts. So this is this is the breakdown, okay, of dick angles. I found this fascinating. So first off, this is from a study that measured 1,484 erections. So this is what it's based on, what I'm about to tell you, the, um, the statistics. And I'm now gonna tell you what the dick angle measurements are. So if the penis points directly up, the measurement was zero degrees. And if it was pointing forward, like horizontal, the measurement was 90 degrees. So now you can kind of picture, we're going from zero, which is like all the way vertical, to 90 degrees, which is all the way horizontal. You get it. Okay. So 60 to 85 degrees is the most common dick angle. So down kind of, or out. No, not, yeah, not uh, down. It's close to horizontal but not quite not really yeah. um so yeah that's 30.9 percent of participants that's about right yeah and then the next very close second is the 30 to 60 degrees which is closer to the body mm. so that's 29.6 percent of participants so that's like they're almost 30 percent and the other one's 30 percent so those are real close so i guess between 30 and 85 degrees looks like most angles, but 4.9% of participants had a zero to 30 degree angle, which means like almost completely up. And then 
9.9%, we're at 85 to 95 degrees, which means down. 19.8%, 95 to 120 degrees. That's crazy. Think about that. That's a huge percentage. That's the third most common. That's like down a little at a slight down angle. 95 to 120. It's not that slight, 120. That's amazing. And then the guys that's like off to the right a little is like, where's the representation? (laughs) (laughs) No, listen. 120 to 180 degrees, which is we're talking like all the way down. 4.9% of participants. The same. That's still a lot. That's the same amount as have the zero to 30 degrees. So -hmm. if you're listening to this, no one's dick is weird. No, no. Literally no one's dick is weird. So... I mean, they, some of them are just, yeah, you see all kinds of shapes and sizes. It's crazy. It's really hard when I noticed, I mean, to find one that's really pretty. You know, like, <laughs> I can't explain it, but like, they, that's why we kind of made this, honestly, because when you think about it, if you use this product, it gives you that glow and smooth skin and it, it gives you that porn star dick. It's, but, Penises are not that, it's hard to find one that's really pretty. I mean, have you seen one that's like, um, you're like, oh my God, this is beautiful. You know? Yes. I have never. A ton of them. I've only seen a few movie star dicks. It really is mostly about the function. That's all it's about. But I will say, I do appreciate a man who knows to wash his penis the appropriate amount of time, take care of his penis. Of course. It says a lot about how you operate it's in the smooth, rest of your life. Smells yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. And to finish our dick game, I do just want to say that if you've ever wondered about the grower versus shower thing. Oh, yeah. Fun fact. There's no correlation between the length of a flaccid penis and its erect size. And... Smaller, flaccid penises tend to grow more in length when erect than do larger, flaccid penises. That's true. And this article says, it's nature's way of bringing a little equality to penis size. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, that's actually very true. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in case you're wondering, four out of five men are growers and only one out of five men are showers. So, Well, I got to say, your packaging, the, <laughs> the monkey... You got to do an NFT of the logo. You know, that's a great idea. I never thought of that. We weren't sure. We're not sure if it's a monkey or, or beaver. Oh, I didn't know. His name is Cashy. We didn't name it Cashy because he's always, they're always looking for the nut. So <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> we love the packaging. We love the ball. I mean, it's beautiful. And we wanted it to be kind of fun. We don't want it to be too serious. And I had a famous, I had a really, well-known cartoonist draw up this logo. Um, he does like cartoon drawings for television and all that. So um, he's, he's original. Yeah, I think he's cashew and we love him. But, you know, some people that we just, we don't want to make it too serious because guys don't like stuff that are really too serious, especially when it comes to their skincare and stuff like that or, you know. But yes, NFT sounds amazing. That's amazing. I never thought of that. It looks so cute sitting there. So I always think that. Yeah. I'm like it looks like you just primed to be an NFT. Well, a business idea from someone who has no idea what they're talking about. Oh, that's so. a great idea. <laughs> Thank you. That's a freebie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you don't mind indulging us, 
I mean, we've been talking about skincare for peens. So what's your personal skincare routine? Personally, actually, when, I, when we started doing research on this, I've been doing research for a while. You know, we uh, read that vitamin E oil is amazing, not only for your face, but for your penis. So I initially started using pure vitamin E oil down there, and I was amazed oh. at the difference it made um, with my skin, skin down there, and how uh, how it felt like it got more sensitive down there, got so, so much smoother. And that's, we do have vitamin E oil. It's the base of this product is organic vitamin E oil. So yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would use. I would use the vitamin E. And then once we develop OPG, that's what I use every day. But yeah, that's my, pretty much my regime. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Is there anything else that you feel like we should know, our listeners should know about the product or? No, I think you covered everything. I mean, it is an amazing product. Yeah, it's revolutionary. We are going to be going on. There's this online store called Verishop. We're going to launch on Verishop very soon. We have Deja Vu adult stores in Las Vegas. They're going to carry the product. And yeah, so, hey, if you guys want to try it out, you guys, I'm sure we'll put the link on your podcast and let us let us all know what you think. The website is? It's obg4men.com or originalbonergel.com. You know, what's funny is we start with the boner gel like website and all that. Like we don't want to be too intrusive. So we changed it to OBG for men just to you know, kind of like G-rate it a little bit. So it's much easier. Just go obg4men.com, click on shop and it's right there. Love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. We loved playing dick myths with you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. (laughs) Damn, I feel like we squashed some dick myths, right? We really did. Who's that comedian who used to squash (laughs) the watermelons? Gallagher? Gallagher. We Gallaghered those dick myths like a motherfucker. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and we also had some help on this episode, didn't we, Sophia? We sure did. We wanted to give a thank you and a shout out to these resources that made this episode possible. So if you want to learn more, look up these articles. 10 Things You Didn't Know About the Penis by Tim Newman for Medical News Today. Do I Have a Normal Penis? Eight Myths to Stop Believing About Your Penis by Susanna Weiss for Teen Vogue. Eight Myths and Beliefs About the Penis Analyzed by Sex Experts by Brittany Wong for HuffPost. And Nine Lies You've Been Told About Penises by Hannah Smothers for Cosmo. Yes, thank you so much to all of those resources and privates. If you are all lubed up and ready to go, check out some more episodes in our back catalog. First and foremost, check out our Vibrator episode. Vibrator's A Brief History. It's about five episodes back. That's also a really fun romp through <laughs> through the whole history of a gal's best friend, the Vibrator, duh. And it's got a very similar vibe. And oh my God, if you didn't listen to last week's episode with Samaya Burton, She taught us all about dick riding 101 and intro to squirting and 
Honestly, it might be one of my favorite episodes ever. Definitely. So much fun. And if you want to follow us between episodes, make sure you are following the show at Private Parts Unknown on Instagram and at Private Parts Un on Twitter. And you can follow us separately at The Sophia, S-O-F-I-Y-A on Twitter and Instagram and Cokes. I am at Courtney Kosak, K-O-C-A-K, on Twitter and Instagram as well. And make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter. The link is in our episode description. Hey, Sophia, what's that bomb-ass music? This music is by our friend Amy Rash, Amy, R-A-A-S-C-H dot com. This episode was mixed by Mike Castaneda from Plastic Audio. Michael! Your loins, Michael! your boners whenever they come up Ta-da! it was a little different yeah i just <laughs> left you out there didn't i just wanted to see what would happen <laughs> well i won't do it again it wasn't that exciting <laughs> <laughs> and of course we got to shout out our social media queen holly brown make sure you follow her at holly brown comedy because in addition to doing an amazing job with our social media and helping us out with the newsletter she is also a very funny comedian and check out her show salty af show and now it's time for bear, 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 the review of the week uh you guys I honestly don't embarrass me like this in front of my friends. Seriously, don't. You guys got to knock it off. We need some new reviews, okay? We have read you really sweet reviews in the past. Honestly, we don't care what you write in the review as long as it's five stars and nice. Five stars and nice. It can be five stars and teasing. I'll take that. I love anyway, a tease, but not one I that'll make me tease. cry. Just FYI. No, we don't make this podcast so that. <laughs> Our listeners, please be gentle with me. (laughs) We're so delicate. (laughs) Please be gentle. Head on over to ratethispodcast.com slash private. Give us those five stars. Give us your little sweet nothings. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash private. Hey, if you're listening right now on Spotify, it's super easy. You just go up to the upper left-hand corner. There's a star there. You click on that and then... You click on all five stars when they come up and easy peasy, you're done giving us the rating. That's on Spotify. We would also love some new reviews on Apple Podcasts. So thank you in advance. Love you. Bye. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.